Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. COVID continues to affect lives all across the globe. Our host, Larry Spargimino, has been deeply concerned about how this pandemic was being treated. So concerned, he started doing research, meeting with medical professionals, and what he found was shocking. He's put his findings into a brand new book entitled Needless Death, COVID Corruption Control. Pastor Larry is here today to lay out what he found and why he feels it is so important that you get this book for you and your family. The Bible says in Isaiah 21, 6, For thus hath the Lord said unto me, Go set a watchman, let him declare what he seeth. Now, our program is called The Watchman on the Wall, and for almost 25 years, Dr. Larry Spargimino has been right here going out over the airwaves, serving as a watchman, declaring the truth, and helping to make sense of the nonsense. Now, if you're a regular listener to our program, you know Pastor Larry. He is the senior pastor of Southwest Radio Ministries, and he's the host of The Watchman on the Wall broadcast. He is also the pastor of Trinity Chinese Baptist Church in Oklahoma City. Dr. Spargimino has written over 20 books, including his latest, Needless Death, COVID Corruption Control. He is here with me in the studio to talk about the book. Pastor Larry, thanks so much for taking the time to sit down and talk with me and answer some questions about Needless Death. Well, thanks for the opportunity to discuss something that is extremely urgent and important. Why are you deeply concerned about COVID-19 and the recent developments? Well, James, I'm concerned because of the censorship and obvious attempts by the media to present only one point of view and to block those who hold to an alternate point of view. The alternate point of view, that's the point of view that takes strong exception to Dr. Fauci, is called misinformation. This view that is opposite from Dr. Fauci is maligned, it's condemned, there is a news blackout, and like I say, it is censorship. So we've always had an open press and a free exchange of ideas, even ideas that represent very different points of view. That's the American way. YouTube at one time presented different points of view, different narratives, But now it's like radio and TV are government-controlled and will only publish the, quote, approved narrative. Now, that troubles me. I mean, why that with this tremendously important issue? And so I'm very suspicious. That's what you would expect in a communist dictatorship. The news is carefully monitored by government officials to make sure that everything that is aired or printed enforces the so-called party line. And added to that is the government mandate that everyone must be vaccinated. That even raises my suspicions even more. Not only do we have an official party line, but we have a government mandate to support that party line. That's communism. I think the American people should be very, very concerned about that. And I should mention that I am not an anti-vaxxer. I've had vaccines before. I know you've had vaccines, but the censorship in this situation and the bad report that the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are getting, that really says to me something smells bad in America. 
Well, you've titled the book Needless Death. Why do you have those words in the title of the book? Well, James, there are two medications that have a proven track record. If they were used, they would save millions of lives from death and misery. And yet, those medications are being condemned, and those who have successfully used them are also being condemned and maligned. And so people are dying needlessly, and that's a tragedy. Many lives could be saved. There is a state in India, the largest state, 240 million people. They have ridded the state of COVID-19 with ivermectin. But you don't hear about that here in America on NBC or CNN or from President Biden. They're not telling you that. But this is a fact. HCQ and ivermectin really work and they save lives, but they're being maligned. So I think the title Needless Death is a good title for a tragic situation. Well, I know when I was in the military, we took HCQ as a malaria drug in Panama. And so I know it's safe. There's no side effects. There's no issues with HCQ. But now Dr. Fauci, he is the expert in the field. So, you know, we should listen to what he says, right? Neither you or I have any special training in medicine or epidemiology. Shouldn't we just consider Dr. Fauci the expert and go along with what he says? Well, I agree. I'm not a medical expert, and neither are you. But, you know, there are lots of people who are medical experts and who disagree with him. But let's look at a couple of things about Dr. Fauci first. First of all, he is a promoter of the party line. In one of his recent talks, he was asked a question. How should we approach the value of individual freedom within the context of this global pandemic? And the first thing that Dr. Fauci did is to criticize Fox News and the conservative media outlets. He was brutal. That's the censorship that we're talking about. These conservative media outlets have had credentialed academicians, scientists, epidemiologists speak for them. So that was very, very sad, I think, and certainly a red light. Then Dr. Fauci criticized the idea of individual freedom. Now, let's face it. When you start criticizing the idea of individual freedom, I get nervous. He believes that vaccination represents one of our highest demonstrations of moral responsibility with regard to our neighbors. Something like I think the governor of New York recently said the vaccines was a gift from God. It was a gift from the devil. But anyhow, Dr. Fauci is saying, if you don't take the vaccine, you don't love your neighbor. Dr. Fauci is preaching at us, and he has no qualifications, as far as I'm concerned, either scientific, medical, and certainly not religious qualifications. But then Dr. Fauci said this, and this is a key issue. He said, I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have to say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. So basically what he's saying is that we have to throw the Constitution out and the American way out, all because Dr. Fauci says so. Now notice, Fauci spoke about a pandemic that's killing millions of people. You know, socialists, communists like to say, never pass up a good crisis. It's your opportunity to do what you could not normally do. So 
This, I believe, is why HCQ and ivermectin are being condemned. They would destroy the crisis. We wouldn't have a crisis any longer. We wouldn't have all these people dying. And without a crisis, the social engineers would have no case. So you've got to keep people from getting well so that you can continue to have a crisis. And I think this is reprehensible. I wrote my book in one week. I don't normally write that quickly, but I was here day and night because it was such a horrendous mandate from our president, who is an extreme left-winger in every way. He hates babies. He hates America. He's got the border that's open. And now he's promoting Dr. Fauci. This is not the right thing. Well, Pastor Larry, you did mention medical experts who disagree with Dr. Fauci. Who are they, and what are their scientific and academic credentials? Well, James, there are several organizations and medical professionals who would strongly disagree with Dr. Fauci. There is a group known as America's Frontline Doctors, Dr. Simone Gold. Now, she's an MD and also holds a JD. She is the head of that organization. They produce papers, they put on conferences, they hold panel discussions, and they back the use of HCQ and ivermectin. Dr. Keith Rose, MD, has treated 3,000 COVID sick patients with either ivermectin or HCQ. All survived. Out of 3,000, all survived. And one was 90 years old. And they were not simply COVID positive because there are a lot of false positives, but they were sick. Now, Dr. Stella Emanuel has a clinic in Houston. It's the Rehoboth Clinic. She has treated 7,000 COVID sick patients. Out of that group of 7,000, eight died, which is a very high success rate. But you don't hear about things like this. In fact, Dr. Emanuel is a Christian, and she is maligned as a nutcase. She believes in demons. Is that strange? I think they're running loose. I do too. (laughs) So just because she believes in demons and has a deliverance ministry, people are just slamming her. Now, here's something really significant. Recently, more than 10,000 scientists and physicians have signed the Rome Declaration. Any of our listeners can go to their website. It's globalcovidsummit.org. These are credentialed medical experts, yet they have experienced, quote, career threats, character assassination, censorship of scientific papers and research, social media accounts blocked, online research results manipulated, close quotes. This is criminal. These medical experts believe that COVID-19 can be treated and can be cured. One of the reports is titled, quote, Biochemist Martinson, quote, you have nothing to lose with ivermectin, close quotes. Dr. Martinson said, quote, those who disparage ivermectin as mere horse dewormer probably aren't doctors. Physicians worldwide have been using the Nobel Prize winning drug successfully in treating COVID-19, close quotes. And he is a biochemist. Now, here's another headline. Crimes Against Humanity. Thousands of physicians condemn COVID policy makers, close quotes. And then it goes on and says that these medical experts have signed a declaration condemning public policy makers of crimes against humanity for restricting life-saving treatments and quashing debate and scientific inquiry, close quotes. Here's another one, Dr. Peter McCullough. Now, I understand he was recently fired 
from his job at Baylor Medical Center. But anyhow, he is a top doc, and he has contributed hundreds of peer-reviewed articles in medical journals. He's come to the conclusion that most deaths attributed to COVID-19 could be prevented with early treatments that have been suppressed by policymakers. And he's speaking about ivermectin and HCQ being suppressed. McCullough believes that the vaccines should be pulled from the market immediately. And what normally happens is that if you are COVID positive, they tell you to go home. And if you finally, after a week, if you can't breathe, come to the hospital, then you have zillions of people in the waiting room. So what these doctors are saying, early treatment. In other words, if HCQ and ivermectin were available on the shelf, many of them say it should be available to anyone. As soon as you have the first signs of fever, aching, you lose your test, you pop a pill, HCQ or whatever, and in about three or four days, it goes away. No problem. And you know, it's so sad to me that there is a Christian woman at the University of Colorado Hospital who needs a kidney transplant, but she has been taken off of the transplant list because neither she nor her donor will take the COVID vaccine. Yet, Dr. McCullough and several others, thousands of them, say that the vaccines don't work and should be pulled from the market. This lady's going to die unless she, unless God does a miracle or something dramatic or some hospital says we'll give her the transplant. It's hard for me to believe this. And I say it boldly, this is wicked, this is evil, this is un-American, it's against God, it's against everything that makes sense and against everything that we have stood for. Now, James, recently, this is another item, 1,400 nurses were fired because they would not take the vaccine. Listen, 1,400 nurses. Last year, they were considered heroes for working long, long hours in emergency rooms, but now they are being fired. Why? They believe the vaccine is unsafe. Some of them have seen what the vaccine has done to patients. They would rather lose their jobs than take the vaccine. That means something to me. Or how about these men and women in the military who have many years of faithful service? They don't have any blots against their character. They're getting dishonorably discharged because they won't take the vaccine. Now, I know what our government's trying to do. Our government is trying to clear the military of all the good people who love America. Then we will have all the left-wingers, the New World Order people. They'll be the only ones in the military. They won't want to fight. They'll surrender to the UN. They'll surrender to communist China. That's exactly what is happening. This is an open affront against American people and against what America has always stood for. And frankly, I am very angry. And I know doctors who think I'm a nutcase. I would like to sit down with some of these doctors and show some of these reports from these thousands and thousands and thousands of medical experts. But normally you get shouted down. Ah, bah, 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 bah. Sounds to me like a wicked, nasty plan to suppress the truth and kill people.
Well, you said it was hard for you to understand why those nurses were being fired. It's hard for me to understand why Dr. McCullough was fired as well. I mean, why would Baylor do something like that to such a doctor who had such a prestigious track record? It doesn't make any sense. If you're just tuning in, my guest is Pastor Larry Spargimino, and we're talking about his new book, Needless Death, COVID Corruption Control. You can get a copy by calling 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online at swrc.com. Now, this book will challenge you to develop a sanctified skepticism against big government, big pharma, and organizations with globalist ties. Dr. Spargimino, it seems like COVID-19 has brought out the worst in some people. We're seeing police state tactics being employed in many places, all for the sake of allegedly keeping people healthy. That's very troubling, isn't it? Well, yes, it is. Some of the videos that are coming from places in America, and I've recently seen a video from Australia. You know, in Australia, citizens have taken to the streets in protest of strict coronavirus lockdowns and mandatory vaccination for workers who don't want the vaccination. Residents of Melbourne have been protesting. There's been a lockdown for probably 260 or 270 days including a 9 p.m. curfew. Police are attacking protesters with clubs, tear gas, and rubber bullets. That reminds me of Tiananmen Square. What's going on here? Laura Ingram interviewed an Australian who said that Australia had, not too long ago, been one of the freest countries in the world. Now, there is footage coming out of Australia that looks more like, I said, Tiananmen Square. It's unbelievable these police with riot gear, and they're not attacking enemies. These are Australians. (laughs) And now if you're against going along with the standard mantra, the standard recipe, you're an enemy. In New South Wales, on the video, you can see a mother with a small child who apparently was staging a peaceful protest on the sidewalk. She's being hauled away by the police. What's going on? I've never seen such wicked disrespect for human beings. Now, last spring, and this is one of the things that really made me very suspicious, I remember seeing footage of a teenage girl, maybe 14 or 15, she's out of doors, she was at some kind of a school game on the bleachers, and this really overweight police officer tackles her and puts the cuffs on her while the girl's mother is screaming hysterically. It was so abusive. You could imagine how you would feel if someone grabbed your daughter like that. I know I would probably overreact if someone grabbed my daughter like that, and we would be completely justified. Now, this guy was a monster. (laughs) You think that she was resisting arrest. It was wicked. There are so many videos that you can get where police are abusive. I used to be in law enforcement, and I believe in law enforcement. I believe in Romans 13. But when I first reported on that, especially this incident, I was charged with being against law enforcement. I'm not against law enforcement. I'm against police abuse. And this is abusive. It's horrible. Now, here's something we ought to be concerned about. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland is now calling out the feds to take action against alleged violence at school board meetings. Parents are fed up with the teaching of critical race theory and mask mandates. This is not for the feds. This is for local law enforcement. Why is he calling out the feds? 
if there are credible threats against school board members, and I know some tempers have been very raised, but I wonder if this is actually a threat. Just because you're speaking passionately, like I'm doing right now, I'm not threatening anybody, but this is a serious issue. Well, we start to call out the feds for something like this for a school board meeting, rather than straightening out the school board, the policy, they're blaming the parents. Let's face it. The parents pay their taxes. They pay for their kids to go to some of these schools, which is so corrupt, it's unbelievable. They pay the teachers' salaries, and now they're the enemies. That is despicable. Do you see a definite anti-Americanism today in our country? I mean, we have constitution-free zones. People are told that America is a racist nation. And then we have an open border with hundreds and hundreds of people coming into this country who They've never been vetted. We don't even know what diseases they may be carrying. It's like our federal government hates us. Well, James, I do see an anti-Americanism, and I wish we had people in office who were sympathetic to America's great values. The Democratic Party is not at all sympathetic to America's values. There are people in office who, as you say, have a very anti-American bent. They hate America. They hate everything we hold dear. Most of us are familiar with the Lee Greenwood song, Proud to Be an American. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. And I'd gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Now there's nothing wrong with that text. Lee Greenwood, he's a country singer, was on Fox and Friends and said he was shocked at being replaced on the National Council on the Arts by the Biden administration. He was shocked, but Lee, don't be surprised. Snakes hiss, and this one is hissing, so no surprise. There seems to be a war against America. The Biden climate deal, for example, actually hobbles U.S. manufacturing and agriculture, but it gives China, India, Russia a free ride, so to speak. The American Gas Association wrote a letter to lawmakers and said the methane tax could prove harmful to families across the country with little environmental benefit. Some of the world's top emitters of methane have not signed any global agreement to curb how much so-called greenhouse gas is emitted by 2030. So why are we agreeing to something that China... Russia and India have not agreed to. They can keep their factories going 24-7. We get penalized. We have to cut back our industrial output, but those other nations have no restrictions. It's absolutely criminal. And why hasn't our southern border been closed? We have people, thousands of them coming across the border, who may have COVID-19 or maybe something like Ebola or who knows what, maybe Marburg virus, and they're coming into our country. Why isn't something being done by the federal government? This is not immigration. It's an invasion. These poor immigrants are being used by those who hate America and their useful idiots to further leftist goals. I feel sorry for these immigrants. Some of them are coming from Haiti. How do you get from Haiti to Central America? Somebody's providing the the boats, okay? If you look at these immigrant caravans, they've got cell phones, there's porta pots. Somebody's supplying all of this. And I'm not against the immigrants. I feel sorry for them. Many of the kids are raped. They're trafficked. The girls are raped. They get sick. They sleep in the dirt. All because they think, well, if we can just make it to America, President Biden will let us in. And many times when they can't get in, 
they feel angry. I would understand that. If I came 1,500 miles walking through the jungles on, on dirt roads and facing snakes and mosquitoes, and then I can't get in, and there's somebody with a border patrol riding a horse, I'd be pretty unhappy too. These people need to stay where they are. We don't need to encourage them. We can't take them all. I mean, what happens? Okay, you have a lifeboat with 20 people and you got 50 people in the water. You can't take them all. You're going to kill everybody. Well, it's almost as if there's a plot to destroy America. And Dr. Spartamino, let me just ask you, why would anyone want to destroy this country? Well, James, that's an easy one. The U.S. Constitution and the Holy Bible are two of the greatest obstacles to a new world order. That's why Donald Trump was so hated. He promoted the Constitution and the Bible. He appointed jurists who were strict constitutionalists. He met with noted pastors and Christian leaders, and his theme was MAGA, Make America Great Again, and the New World Order globalists turned purple. They were angry. So people who were suffering from the Trump derangement syndrome didn't want to tolerate that. The Holy Bible of the U.S. Constitution, they hate that. So if America falls, the whole world falls. The Declaration of Independence, the U.S. Constitution, and the biblical roots of these great documents are the last defense for a free society worldwide. So, as you know once very well, you fought in Iraq and you were a chaplain. You know very well, once you lose freedom and liberty, it's very hard and perhaps impossible to ever get back. Well, Dr. Spartamino, I agree with you that there are many, many things going on in this country that have an evil ring. Things are being done that are evidently against freedom, against biblical morality, and against the order that God has created. But what would you say to those who would claim that you're a conspiracy theorist? Well, I believe in conspiracies, but I'm not a theorist. I believe in fact, a conspiracy fact. You know, James, there have always been conspiracies, secret plans that are kept hidden because if the population knew about those plans, the people would immediately rise up and say enough. And the conspirators are elitists who think they're better than anyone else, and they have some special right to dictate to everyone else, even those who don't agree with them. You know, ever since Satan tempted Adam and Eve in the garden, Satan has been trying to interfere with God's plan of rescue. There's been a conspiracy down through the years. In Genesis 3.15, we read, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. We can look at Genesis 6.4 and related scriptures. tells of a conspiracy to destroy the holy seed, fallen angels, cohabited with human women and sought to pollute and corrupt the bloodline of the Messiah. Conspiracies are real. One of the biggest ones is going on today. Is there any hope, Dr. Spargimino? Do you think there's a possibility for revival in America? Well, James, there's always hope, but we need to wake up. We must realize that we are being set up for a Chinese communist social credit system, online cell phone tracking, facial recognition software that's being implemented in our country, vaccine passports and the tracking of COVID-positive citizens, church closures. Each of these things and practices is antithetical to freedom, but unfortunately, these things have become acceptable. We need to get back to God, back to righteousness. We need to look at Second Chronicles 714, if my people, it gives us a whole list of things. So yes, I believe it's true, but above all, the church has to wake up and become vocal.
The book is called Needless Death, COVID, Corruption, Control, and you can get a copy by calling 1-800-652-1144 or order online at swrc.com. Thank you, Dr. Spargimino, for taking the time to talk with me about this great book today. Thank you, James. The explosive new book by Larry Spargimino, Needless Death, COVID Corruption Control is available today for a gift of $20 or more by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order Needless Death online, swrc.com. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. Oh,